Welcome to the fourth episode of The Sample Study. I'm very glad that you're here. The date is Thursday, May 18th, 2017, and I am your host, Too Mellow, standing at attention in front of my music production software. Here at The Sample Study, I take just one sampled song per episode, take the song it is sampled in, recreate the beat by hand, and analyze how the producer who sampled it got from having a record in their hand to having the sample on a record of their own. Alright, this week we've got our first listener question, which I'll answer at the end of the show. We've got a new subgenre we're exploring, gonna do some gangsta rap, and we've got a sample that has been sampled more than any of our previous subjects, without a doubt. Today we're here to talk about Rappin' Forte's smash hit song, Players Club, and the sample, Judy Clay and William Bell's Private Number. Private Number is a song for a sunny day or a warm, low-key night out with friends. The opening riff that we're mostly going to focus on actually belies the open-hearted, loving feeling of the song itself. It's kind of dark and twinkly. about making a repeated misconnection into a telephone connection. It's a conversation that changes the hook lyrics as the song proceeds. Uh, Across the course of the song, William Bell and Judy Clay are actually taking turns saying their piece to each other. It's really neat. And uh, the number is finally obtained. Private Number was released in 1968 as a 45 single on Stax Records. For those not in the know, that's an itty-bitty record that usually has two songs on it. Uh, Love Itis was the B-side on this one. A common pocket accessory of DJs and sample diggers is a 45 adapter. That's a little plastic piece you put on a turntable spindle to allow it to play 45s. For people my age, kind of looks like a Beyblade. <laughs> I unfortunately couldn't find any definite information on the musicians who played on Private Number, but with some deductive reasoning, I can make an informed guess that it was Booker T and the MGs. That's the in-house Stax Records band most well-known for Green Onions, the song that was basically the theme of George Lucas's movie American Graffiti and also appeared in the video game Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, and that's only a few appearances. Uh, Green Onions is so popular, it's one of those songs that you've heard whether you know it or not. Anyway, Booker T produced this track, and the time at which it was produced is the time that the MGs were the Stax Records in-house band, so, you know, it's likely he would have used them And therefore, theoretically, the musicians on this track were Al Jackson Jr. on drums, Donald Dunn or Louis Steinberg on bass, depending on whether Dunn had replaced Steinberg yet, 
Steve Cropper on guitar, and Booker T himself or an unnamed session player on any of the other instruments. So let's now listen to Playus Club by Rapid Forte, produced by Cyrus Esteban and Frankie J. This is probably Forte's most famous song, and over time it has become one of the defining songs of West Coast hip hop. Me and my homies, we tied it in the club. We chop a lot of game, that's how we do it at the Players Club. Jump the pool, or kick it in the tub, cause we keep much ass at the Players Club. I got a hoe named Real Real. she got a buddy named SB12, now you know the deal. We get freaky in the studio late night, that's why the beats that you hear come around. Tight. Something to roll to, something to stroll to If you's a player in the game, this'll hold you More money, more money for the bankroll Stick to the script, don't slip in the 9-4 A lot of fools put salt in the game To where these women get the notion that they run in the game huh. I run my own and I'm my own self-person No respect, make the situation worsen Feel more HP and Sunnydale There's a player's club everywhere you dwell Lakeview, PH, and Army Street A different part of town, a different kind of freak I just wiggle my toes on a mink rug And press play on remote at the player's club For me, what I really like about this track Is the de-emphasis on the snare And the way the beat just floats really smoothly under the lyrics Now, as I said in the intro The opening bars of Private Number Are being sampled in more and more songs every day It's a simple riff that manages to keep inspiring producers from all over. Some of the artists who have used the sample just so far include Black Machine, Pretty Lights, Dizzy Wright, Rob Sparks, Boss AC, Timbaland and Magoo, Metaform, Nightmares on Wax, Twice, AIM, Timbuktu, Purple Disco Machine, Poison Clan, is that a Jet Set Radio reference? I don't know. Balance of Terror, over 40 songs have sampled this same riff. It's like a cultural obsession. Often samples get used in different ways across different artists' creations, but in this case, everyone kind of loops it in pretty much the same way. Uh, Rapid Forte was not the first to use the sample by any means, but in my opinion, it's the defining use, and it's how most other people end up hearing it and flipping it. So, it may seem a little early, but there wasn't this much trivia on these two songs, so it's time to head into the lab. This is the part of the show where I take the sample and make it into a beat, with the same process as the original producer used, as far as I can guess, in some cases. So, a disclaimer up front is that I'm not going to be making the synthesizer accompaniments to play as club that you hear in the hook. I don't really feel they added anything to the part of the production we're trying to study here, and I was a little tight on time. Uh, so, I guess I'm drawing that line in the sand right now, that I will not always be creating every element of a beat if I find that it has some stuff that's unnecessary to our teaching in our sample study session. So, the first thing I did was take the beats per minute, the tempo of the original song, in this case it's 100 BPM. The section of the beat that Esteban and Frankie J sampled is right at the beginning of the record, so that was easy. Uh, find that and put it into a loop. We didn't have to change the pitch at all, even. They took it off the record just as it was. So this is looking pretty easy so far. I don't hear a lot of pitch changes on this sample for whatever reason. You know, across all those examples I mentioned, samplers tend to keep it the same. So within my beat, I'm going to try to make this sample pretty loud. 
The sample really rules the beat and tells it where to go and how to move. I was talking earlier about the de-emphasized snare drum, and that's this plays a big part in that. I got a hoe named Real Real. She got a buddy named SB12. Now you know the deal. One difference you'll notice between uh, mine and theirs is that mine has a lot of noise and high end. I don't know uh, exactly where that's coming from, but the first thing I used uh, besides increasing the volume was the Waves X Noise plugin. This is a kind of advanced plugin, but a low pass filter could possibly get a similar result. Uh, so what I'm doing is cutting off some of that high end and by extension the noise. And have a real deep filter. Next thing I do is I add a low pass filter on top of my X Noise plugin because it didn't quite do it alone. And if I, I want to give the resonance a little bump too, because I'm trying to push up the mid-tone on the guitar sample. Mid-tone is like right in the middle of the frequency band. And then I add a little EQ to give an almost imperceptible bump right at 2.3 kilohertz. So next I want to get the basic drums down and again, lucky break, I can actually take the hi-hats and clap sound right out of this part of the song. The clap sound seems to occur with every other snare right after this intro. There we go. I reduced the mids on them so you don't hear that piano from the original song, but you still kind of can if you hear it by itself. I want to take a moment to listen to the original beat and how the closed hi-hats have slightly different volume, as if they're being played live on a drum pad, probably an SP-1200 since it's actually being referenced in the song. Uh, the pressure with which you hit the drum pad determines how loud each hi-hat is, and I'm just going to mimic the volume of the hits to keep the feel of the original song. I add a kick drum with a little widener on it that sounds like the one from the song. I also add an open hi-hat every two bars. I add a very quiet snare drum to layer over the sample. I remember the most distinct thing about the song is just how quiet the snare presence is. And I add a tambourine to match the one they seem to have on every other snare. I also add a sub bass, playing the same bass notes as the song. The forte beat just felt uh, bassier than mine, so I wanted to add just a little. Now if we listen just a little further in the William Bell track, we of course hear the piano that the forte beat is riffing off of. Rather than sample the part with the piano, they decided to make their own piano and stick it in there, which I think is smart, because it's a really easy sound to make. So I'm going to do the same. I start with a nice sounding piano playing C sharp minor, B, and A chords. It sounds too nice. There's a problem here. The, the, the one on the record sounds like tinny and crappy, like a, a Casio that you get for your birthday when you're 12. Well, a Casio that I got for my birthday when I was 12, projecting. So what I'm going to do is decrease the stereo width with Ableton's utility plugin 
pan it slightly to the left. And cut off all the low end and extreme high end, boosting the mid highs to make it sound cheaper. <laughs> And believe it or not, we now have the whole beat. They made it a little easier for me leaving their drums exposed so I could snatch them and save myself a little time. So let's listen to the whole thing. Question time, question time, brand new segment. Our first ever question on the show that isn't, are you on iTunes? Or, what's your RSS feed? Hot Soup on Twitter asks, why does Kung Fu and Hip Hop mix so well? Well, I have a few things to say about this. The first is, regarding how hip hop artists might have been informed by Kung Fu films, uh, by the way, before we get into this, I also just happen to have an interest in Kung Fu, thanks to Wu-Tang, and I've seen a bunch of these movies, so I'm able to answer this question a little better than you'd expect, just knowing me as the guy who knows the samples and maybe the video games. The New York television channel, WNEW, had a programming block called Drive-In Movie from 1981 to 1988, which, hey, there's the birthing years of hip-hop and the time during which many of the New York City-based Golden Age hip-hop artists you know were teenagers. Teenagers who stayed at home and watched Drive-In Movie, seeing Shaw Brothers classics like The 36th Chamber of Shaolin, Five Deadly Venoms, One-Armed Boxer, Master of the Flying Guillotine, a bunch of Bruce Lee films. From here, it's a no-brainer that these movies, usually about one man standing up against a huge power, might have inspired these artistic youth as they were continuing to form the hip-hop genre under a lot of pressure. The movies are also about practicing a discipline, getting your knees cut up and your hands bloodied, working at it, doing exercises again and again until you mastered it. It's good inspiration for the discipline it takes to keep writing lyrics or creating beats in a place and a time where it seemed like everyone was trying to become a rapper and battle you. Everyone's using the funky drummer. You can't do that anymore. Now, secondly, I think that the sound of hip-hop as music also complements the verbs of Kung Fu. Kung Fu incorporates peaceful meditation, and hip-hop has calmingly repetitive drum beats and loops. It is music distilled into a really simple and engaging form that you can get lost in. Kung Fu also, however, deals in sudden shocking violence. This reminds me of the ferocious, impactful rhythm of someone rapping. Rhyme schemes switching up right when they get predictable, keeping you on your toes, freestyling in battles that relies on quick thinking, uh, framing the situation in a certain type of way, and reacting to your opponent, of course. So I think that hip-hop as an art is not that different from fighting at all. Visually, it even complements kung fu. 
There's a scene in Ghost Dog Way of the Samurai where Ghost Dog is practicing stances on the roof to a hip-hop beat. Uh, watch that to see a really good example of the two arts interacting. That scene's even in the trailer, so you can just watch that. But, um, yeah, that's a homework assignment to go watch Ghost Dog if you've never watched Ghost Dog. Because that's a really good movie. So yeah, thanks to Hot Soup for the question. That will do it for this session of the Sample Study, y'all. If you have questions or requests, send them on over to samplestudycast at gmail.com with the subject line questions or requests, depending on which it is. As you can see, I'll try to answer anything that falls roughly within the bounds of the program. You can follow the show on Twitter at samplestudycast, and you can follow me at mellow without the W, and then makes. Mellow makes. I really appreciate iTunes reviews if you have the time to leave one. It really helps the show get out there. Or just tell your friends. If you would like to support the show financially, my Patreon is patreon.com slash 2mellow. That's the number 2, and mellow without a W. And you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash 2mellow. I'm trying to get the Patreon to $300 monthly. If I do that, all patrons will start getting the sample study a week early. That means I'll have to produce the sample study a week early, which I definitely did not do this week. You can purchase Rap and Forte's album Don't Fight the Feeling at pretty much anywhere you would get music. You can get the song Private Number on William Bell's duets album. There's also a version of it on William Bell's Survivor that is like a remake by him that's not quite as good, so be wary of that. Thanks so much to Rap and Forte, Cyrus Esteban, Frankie J, William Bell, Judy Clay, and most importantly, you for joining me on this session of The Sample Study. Keep digging. You'll find it.